Kia ora everyone, this is Simon and welcome to the latest episode of the Go Wireless podcast. Today is a rather special episode. We recently held a webinar with Hugh from Grandstream where we discussed the latest advancements in the GWN series of access points. Uh, we also covered a lot of uh, new products that are coming out later this year from Grandstream and their networking solutions, which is uh, super exciting. And uh, today's podcast is just a recording of that webinar. So I hope you get a lot out of it. Uh, if you have any questions about Grandstream, don't hesitate to ask. You can always email us, sales at gowifi.co.nz, or just jump on our website and uh, sign up for our newsletter for any updates with new products. So do enjoy, and we'll see you again soon. Cool. Yeah, thanks everyone for uh, for coming along today. Hopefully everyone can hear me well. Um, yeah. Hugh, welcome, welcome. Uh, I'm uh, in here in New Zealand. Where are you today? I'm out in Dallas, Texas now. I actually uh, moved from Los Angeles uh, exactly one year to this date uh, nice. during the pandemic. So coming uh, from, yeah, the, uh, the motherland here. <laughs> nice, nice. And is, is the heat a lot different there or...? Yeah, definitely. In, in LA, we it got hot, but it was a dry heat. Uh, here is a, a humid heat, so that takes nice. some getting used to for sure. Nice, cool. Well, um, so today, everyone, we are talking about the brand new products, and I'll actually be able to show a few of them on the screen here. So I got the seven six six DLR and the seven six six four. So I'll open those up a bit later on, show them off. But yeah. Um, why don't you tell us a bit about them, Hugh? Yeah, no, they, we're very excited. These are our first, uh, well, our, our first, um, you know, really high density Wi-Fi six access points. Um, with the seventy six sixty LR being our first outdoor um, Wi-Fi six access point, and we're we're super excited to uh, to finally upgrade. I guess you could say, uh, and yeah. kind of at the right timing. You know, especially you know when you know with the with the whole situation in China and the chip shortages, uh, mm -hmm. somehow so, you know our 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 hardware uh, project manager was able to procure these Wi-Fi six chips chipsets. I don't know how he did it, but uh, whatever he did, it's working. <laughs> Some good convincing, bartering, maybe bribing. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I, I, yeah. From 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 our end here in New Zealand, I'd say uh, Grandstream has been one of the the better stocked kind of vendors that we've had. Uh, I, I guess kind of everyone had varying levels of issues with the chipsets and stuff, but you know we've actually been managed to secure a lot of the the Wi-Fi six stuff, like you said. So it's been great for us. Yeah, we're very very lucky. I think we've uh, secured a, a very handsome amount of uh, Wi-Fi six chipsets, um, mm -hmm. and I think that will allow us to uh, continue having uh, this type of availability throughout the year. Um, mm -hmm. I think we, we pre-planned up to 18 months ahead of time. Um, uh, so we should have enough to last. I know, you know, like if you're, if you're trying to order these Wi-Fi 6 chipsets directly from Qualcomm, which a lot of manufacturers are, I think it's a, uh, a 12-month uh, wait time mm. just, just to get these, these orders in. And, and so we got very lucky. We're very blessed. And, you know, yeah. we, have, uh, we had you guys help us out and get rid of them. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been scary for us to see ETAs from a lot of our vendors where the lead times are beyond 300 days. So um, I, I guess a lot of things have kind of affected that. So like say chipset shortages, even things like the, the Russia and Ukraine thing is, has affected the chipsets as well, right? Yeah, that's definitely going to, I think it'll um, affect um, some of the, the components, especially those that use nickel. 
Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think it'll affect that, but I think m- more so it'll probably affect the logistics more than the components. Um, right, yeah. But we'll see. You know, we'll see how, how yeah. that turns out. Cool. Well, so we've got uh, two models here, and we'll do a bit of a brief comparison between these and the other ones uh, in a minute. But you mentioned Wi-Fi six quite a bit, so. I guess for those out there who maybe aren't super clued up on, on Wi-Fi terminology, what makes Wi-Fi 6 better than, say, Wi-Fi 5? Sure. You know, I think um, with, with Wi-Fi 6, you know, the, uh, whoever designed it, of course, are, you know, these geniuses, right? And, and, and they see that the world is, is going, going Wi-Fi. I mean, everything uh, in your home, you know, is, is starting to use Wi-Fi. I mean, my refrigerator is Wi-Fi. My dishwasher is Wi-Fi. Um, it's you know pretty much everything. I, I did a Wi-Fi scan in my home uh, not too long mm-hmm. ago, and I, I have 69 Wi-Fi devices connected. Nice. <laughs> and nice. <laughs> so that's it's quite it's quite a lot, you know. And um, yeah, yeah. When we do the, the trainings, thing, like I always talk about Wi-Fi, and I say to people, oh, you know, what kind of access points are you looking at? This can do this many clients. This can do this many clients. And they always say, oh, I don't have that many clients at home, but it's only until you. <laughs> List them out, right? That yeah, have so many you know, Wi-Fi devices nowadays. It's it's crazy what what we're doing at home, you know. And this is just my yeah. house, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and so everyone's just going to be using more and more Wi-Fi devices, and and you know that 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 number is just going to increase. And, and the guys that designed Wi-Fi six um, or eight hundred two dot eleven AX, they they knew this coming in, and so they designed it specifically for dense environments. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you'll have different types of technologies uh, that are implemented into Wi-Fi 6, such as, um, I mean, you know, multi-user MIMO, that's been around since Wi-Fi 5, but then you have your OFDMA and, and BSS coloring and, and all of these different little uh, technologies built in uh, that helps make high density environments uh, seamless. You know, you, you'll mm-hmm. have that seamless uh, wireless experience um, no matter how many people are in a specific area, and I and I think that's that's probably you know the main thing for Wi-Fi six in my opinion. You know, of course, with mm-hmm. Wi-Fi six, you have the increased speed uh, capabilities as well. But I think that that design for density is it's probably what makes it the, makes it shine compared to Wi-Fi five. Yeah, and we've seen it from from your marketing team as well. For, so for those who haven't signed up to Grandstream's marketing newsletter, I, I encourage it as well as. For those in the New Zealand reason, you know, sign up to the Go Wireless newsletter on our website as well. We tend to share a lot of the, the materials that Grandstream share out. And you had that great analogy that, that everyone, when they talk about Wi-Fi 6 does, which is about, you know, the, the lanes on a motorway or a freeway. Uh, with obviously Wi-Fi 6, you can kind of park multiple devices on the same lane, which is a previous limitation on the likes of Wi-Fi 5. So, yeah. Definitely very cool. Yeah, yeah. Our our resources, our marketing resources, um, you know, they give a lot of good information. But you know, of course, I would say that you know the the team at Go Wi-Fi, you guys are the wireless experts. So um, I know you oh, guys have we, a pretty good blog going too. So <laughs> we try. <laughs> cool. So the seven six six four and the seven six sixty LR, what makes them better than your previous access points? All right. So let's start with the 7664 because it's an indoor. Uh, this is our our most powerful indoor access point to date. Now this is a four by four um, uh, Wi-Fi six, and uh, yeah, it it in terms of capacity, uh, we listed it as uh, 750 
uh, connected clients, which is you know quite an upgrade from from our previous model, which is the uh, the, the seven six thirty four by four Wi Fi five. Now it's it's almost triple if you look at the numbers, uh, just because of the much more powerful chipset. Um, it also does have uh, a two point five gigabit Ethernet port in there, along with the one gigabit Ethernet port. Uh, so that also increases the overall, um, you know, traffic capabilities as well. I know sometimes when you have a, a very powerful Wi-Fi 6 chipset with a high theoretical wireless uh, throughput, it's great, mm -hmm. especially when you're communicating wirelessly. But to, to get that, that traffic on the wire through a switch, you know, um, having that 2.5 gig port uh, really helps, um, you know, in, increase that bandwidth there. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think what's really good about this particular access point, not just compared to what we've had in the past, but in, you know, industry-wide, now if you're looking at some of the comparisons, you know, we one thing you'll you'll notice is that you know with the GWN seven six six four, you know, you're you're getting Wi-Fi six on both two point four and on five gigahertz, and mm -hmm. it's a four by four on both. 2.4 and 5, whereas mm -hmm. some of our um, some of the access points that you might see in the market might have Wi-Fi 6 just for the 5 gigahertz, and and uh, you know, possibly Wi-Fi 4 for 802.11n for the 2.4, and they're usually using a two a two by two for the 2.4 and a four by four for the 5 gigs, but you know we we this is a full on Wi-Fi 6 uh, access yeah. point, so yeah. uh, that. That's that's what I like about it. Um, I, I I do have some products to to show you guys too, but the seven six six four is not one of them because I'm using it right now. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think you I'll got show, one. I'll show the one I've got right again. There. Yeah, there we go. So a very very similar form factor to if you've used Grainstream access points in the past, and as we can see there, we've got the two point five gig and the one gig port there as well. Yeah, they always so uh, impress me. They always look so clean and so nice. Yeah, I like that little uh, gray silhouette of the, the Wi-Fi six logo there. Mm. I think that that makes it look nice. But Shows yeah, up to if, the people if, that you, come into your house that you got the best and best and greatest, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you can just draw an E there for later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if nice. if if uh, anyone has uh, if anyone is familiar with our access points, very similar form factor uh, to the rest of our uh, indoor access point lineup. Yeah, it's not too much. I don't have any of the others here, but it's not a lot bigger than, say, the 7630. I think it's a very similar size, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very similar size, if not the same dimensions, but it is mm -hmm. uh, slightly heavier. Uh, we beefed yeah. up the heat sinks in there to handle the chipset. Mm -hmm. mm. Nice. But yeah, I, I think uh, you know that's that's really the main difference between our, our, our this new 4x4 compared to our old 4x4. You know, of course, along with all of the uh, all of the uh, the perks that come with Wi-Fi six, you know, you, mm -hmm. you do have an increased throughput of uh, three point five five uh, gigabits per second. So it's 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 a big uh, through, uh, increase in throughput there uh, with this upgrade. So um, people are these, seeing that three point five gig throughput. We always obviously see those stats kind of thrown out there. Obviously, that's not yeah. to one particular client, right? That's kind of a correct, correct. Yeah, for um, I I believe if you break that down. Um, on the 2.4 gigahertz frequency, uh, we have a maximum of 1.147 gigabit per mm -hmm. second. 
and the five gigahertz frequency we have a maximum of 2.4 gigabits per second but you know yeah. uh o overall um overall throughput wireless throughput if you add them together with a mixture of clients you get 3.55 gigabits per second yeah we're, we're blessed here in new zealand to have multi-gig internet so i have a gigabit per second internet on my connection i took one of these home and i've got my iphone 13 here and did a speed test and yeah got the gig throughput on wireless so very very impressive yeah, you guys are you guys are spoiled in new zealand we actually have uh four gig four gig circuits and some people are getting 10 gigs and I, I don't know what you'd do with that much internet but sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah we uh at, at my new house here in dallas you know we just got one gig uh internet right. uh, about six months ago and so that's what i'm using now but yeah, we're, we're a little bit behind you guys. <laughs> oh, I mean, you're coming through loud and clear now, so that's great. <laughs> um, I just noticed that someone actually asked a question that I was going to ask as well. The, the 2.5 gig port, kind of how do we maximize the use of that? So obviously we've got to use it with um, switches and infrastructure that supports that 2.5 gig port, right? Yeah, you, you'll definitely need a switch that's capable of, of you know, the, the 2.5 gig or even you know even higher you know i i think uh, we're going to start seeing 10 gigabit ethernet ports soon mm -hmm. uh, those mm -hmm. are going to be backwards compatible and allow you to use that full 2.5 um, so actually you know i think that new uh, apple um that mac studio has a 10 gig port the one that just came yeah, out yeah it does yeah 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 so so we're going to start seeing a lot more of those and um i'm not i'm not sure what you have in, in store simon uh, later on and the coming soon section mm -hmm. but uh yep. I, ho hopefully i don't spoil it you know grandstream we are coming out with some switches later this year too not a not a day goes by when people aren't asking us where the grandstream switches you so <laughs> yeah i see in the chat that mark just asked <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> nice cool i guess uh yeah so the 7664 amazing um Maybe let's have a chat about this this baby. All right, yeah, the 7660LR. This is uh, our, our first Wi-Fi 6 outdoor access point I have oh, here. It's very very uh, similar form factor. It looks uh, almost identical to the 7605LR. Uh, it's also a two by two with the two external antennas, but it's just Wi-Fi 6. Um, you know, with, with this new chipset, again, uh, we're able to increase the maximum concurrent clients. Um, the, the 7660LR does support up to 256. Uh, it's, it's, it is a slightly uh, lower wireless uh, overall throughput at 1.77 gigabits, but, you know, that's understandable mm -hmm. being a, a two by two. And, yep. um, a, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely um, not meant for the super high power capacity like the 7664. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we'll, we'll also have the 7664LR coming soon, uh, which is the four by four version of this with four, four external antennas instead of two. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, this is basically just everything the 7660 is, which has been out for uh, several months now. Um, very popular indoor access point, two by two. Uh, this is just mm -hmm. the outdoor version of that. Um, you increase the range from 175 meters of the indoor version to 250 meters for this outdoor version. Yeah, that's definitely one of the biggest advantages we see with people who are using the Grandstream Outdoor Wireless is the range that you offer on the likes of the 7630LR and the 7605LR. People are always super impressed with that. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, although these are, are, are called outdoor access points, you know, you can definitely mm -hmm. use them indoors. 
Um, you know, especially if you if you live in large homes. I mean, all of my colleagues live live in large homes, so they because yep. they make more money than I do, uh, so they can afford it, and so they can use these LRs instead of uh, having indoor access points. Um, you know, at, at my previous home, I just had one uh, one LR covering the whole home, mm-hmm. uh, right. two story home. So very. Uh, um, so- yeah, I was, I was just say, say, yeah. Ma- ma- mounting up mounting options on that one. There, you've got if you're mounting it inside versus pole mounting, or yeah, you know what's really cool. Um, and just because I hate drilling holes in drywall, uh, yeah, the yeah. mount that the mount that comes with it actually fits right over your um, your your you know the the panel that you have on the wall, like for the light switches and and the oh, right. the, the Cat Five. Uh, you know, there's two screws on there. I, I just screw it directly into those screw holes. Um, so I don't have to drill any additional uh, holes in the walls. Um, but of course, you know, you do have the option of pole mounting it and and and, and, and even uh, mounting it um, in, in different orientations as well. But I, I uh, you know, I, I'm lazy, so I just use existing holes. <laughs> nice. Uh, and... External antennas, obviously, you've got the, the omnis that are included, but you can obviously screw in your own preferred antenna if you like to make it a bit more directional, that, right? That's correct. Uh, yeah, they come. The, all of our access points come with uh, omnis, uh, but you can get the you can uh, use third party uh, directional antennas. Uh, they all use the same SMA connectors, so as long mm-hmm. as it's the same uh, type of connector, you'll be able to use it. Nice. Uh, awesome. Yeah, they. Uh, yep. Wife, wife's love to put holes in the drywalls. Well, <laughs> obviously, Hugh doesn't, but <laughs> each their own. I, I, I don't, but I, I know what you're talking about, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're two fantastic access points. Um, I guess moving on then, uh, how do you manage them? How do people configure them? We've got yeah, a couple so of options around. We've, we've always had three options uh, for everyone mm-hmm. to manage our access points. You know, the... Most popular one being GWN Cloud, which is our, our mm-hmm. cloud-based controller. Um, you know, the the best thing about it, I guess, uh, everyone likes to hear, is that it's it's no cost. You know, you're you're not yeah, paying absolutely. subscription fees. It's free to use, and uh, the hard limit on that is 100. Oh, sorry, one million access points per account. So, you know, plenty, right. plenty of room to grow. We have um, a customer with a thousand, so we're getting there. We're close to a thousand. <laughs> Almost there, but if hey, if, if any one of you are on these uh, on this webinar that needs more than a million, I'll give you my personal cell phone, and you can call me right away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, you know that's that's always been a, a popular option. Uh, we do have the GWN Manager, which is the software version of our GWN Cloud. Um, you know, it's, it's great for those customers or institutions. That, that really aren't really allowed to use the cloud, I guess I could say, uh, due to their you know, corporate security policies. Uh, we see that a lot with you know, financial institutions or government entities um, where they haven't really adopted uh, cloud-based offerings yet. So, so we, we have the same uh, piece of, uh, you know, basically we just take GWN Cloud, Put it in a software package, and you can install that on your own server, and you have full control over all of the networking as well as the security aspects of your network. Mm-hmm. And uh, the third option is, of course, our uh, our world famous uh, embedded controller. 
Uh, you know, if every access point uh, has the ability to be a controller for another access point, and that number ranges between 30 and 50, depending on the model. Uh, both of these, the 7660LR and the 7664, have the capability of controlling 50 other access points. Um, and the same type of functionality, uh, except I, I would point out that uh, the captive portal maybe is a little bit more flexible when you're using the embedded controller because you're able to upload HTML code, whereas on the cloud, right. it's just a point and click. Right, right, right. So if you wanted a little bit more flexible in, in the way that your landing page was, you'd probably recommend yeah. the, the embedded controller, right? Yeah, because the, the cloud, we have to be careful with what people post and you know, some people, you know, will... Don't have the best intentions, right? Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cool. Um, so I guess looking at the two access points, what kind of uh, deployment scenarios do we see them being used? Um, you know, this, this outdoor one um, is a very uh, popular um, deployment um, for, for customer, uh, not customers, but for governments. Uh, we've seen yeah. it do very well in government type installations. Uh, for example, um, in, the, in the Philippines, um, we did a project with, with the government to provide uh, free internet access to every single citizen of the country. Uh, mm -hmm. So we installed about 3,000 of these outdoor access points uh, throughout the country. Wow. And uh, right. everything is managed uh, via their own GWM manager software that they installed on their own server. And mm -hmm. um, all of the remote locations are linked up via satellite internet connection. Um, right. so, so, so those type of installations uh, we see a lot of. Um, you know, we've also seen uh, just recently, uh, I did a project in Ecuador uh, for the train stations um, because mm -hmm. these are a little bit high, more high power than the, than the indoor access points, uh, they're able to install uh, an access point in each of the train cars uh, to be able to, to get internet um, while it's moving. Um, now, of course, I, I, I think I should mention that that's not a common installation because we did have to mm. uh, create custom software for that, but we have that capability. Um, it's, right. it's basically just to uh, shorten down the, um, the, the refresh rate so that the access points can connect to the other access points as you know with the fast moving speeds right right um, also as in like yeah. a access point kind of at a, at a station as a train right goes past, exactly kind of thing. exactly okay, right yeah nice um so so i i would say for for the outdoor access points you see a lot of those type of installations um mm -hmm. you know for for the for the indoor um we're, we're still probably the hospitality segment uh, for us has been mm -hmm. Um, you know, the most popular you know, with, with hotels and uh, convention centers. And I think uh, the 7664 hasn't been out for too long, but I think mm -hmm. even we're going to start seeing a lot more of those installed in convention centers just because of the higher capacity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we previously did install uh, the 7630s, the 4x4s uh, for the Wi-Fi 5 in some convention centers and some stadiums. Uh, but I think um, the uh, the 7664 is, is well suited uh, for those type of dense in environments where there are a lot of people at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. Uh, we're seeing a few questions kind of come in. Uh, you've obviously got the GWN cloud, uh, but you've also got a GDMS cloud. Uh, is there any plans to kind of integrate or are they they separate kind of thing 
Yeah, our, our plan all along, um, it, you know, we envision just a single portal uh, for everything uh, from mm -hmm. our VoIP, uh, our, our UCM Remote Connect, uh, as well as our, our GWN um, networking lineup. So it, eventually uh, it will combine into one mm -hmm. portal so that you'll be able to see everything. Um, it's taking a little bit longer just because we've kind of, uh, sh you know, shifted a bit. Uh, and, and right now we're heavily focused on, on our networking portfolio. I think yep. um, I, I looked on our roadmap and in 2022, we have about uh, 20 new products in our networking lineup uh, scheduled to be released. Um, so I, I think um, it, it'll happen, but um, yeah. I think you guys would much rather see a, a, a POE switch come out before that happens, right? If you had to pick. <laughs> if we had to pick, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, another one that came through was the, the range with the access points, uh, with was a multi-level concrete slab. So I guess, uh, how, how is your range affected by, by obstacles? I guess it's very similar to how typical Wi-Fi is uh, affected, right? Yeah. You know, it's just the, um, the, the absorption rate of different materials. It's, you know, it doesn't change, um, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the penetration of our signal. It's just the same as any other uh, uh, Wi-Fi access point. Um, just do keep in mind that you probably see uh, our our access points uh, probably with one or two uh, dB higher transmission rates. So hopefully that helps. Mm. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, slightly overpowered there. They're definitely the range that we're recommending for people who are asking for long range access points, whether that be indoor or outdoor, for sure. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I think you know it's. You know, it's always good to run your heat maps in those type of situations, as you guys know, and, and, yeah, and run it absolutely. from there. But, um, you know, hopefully with that extra one or two DBs there, it, it'll help out. Yeah. Nice. Uh, one of the things, uh, just looking at my notes here, uh, some of the benefits of the GWN cloud, just going back to that, uh, particularly with one of the customers I had recently, who's looking at the GWN access points and what really won them over was the ability of the, the zero touch provisioning of the access points. Um, did you maybe want to elaborate on that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's, that's, that's one of my favorite things about these uh, management type systems. It just makes it easier, uh, especially if you're a managed service provider or mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're an installer. It's uh, the thing that I hate most about working in this industry is unpacking a device and then repacking it. Cause I always yeah. miss, no, I don't know where things go, and things look messy after a repack. They they never fit back the same way. They never do, <laughs> no matter right. how much. You try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that zero touch provisioning to me is a game changer because mm -hmm. uh, all I need to do is just uh, you know either scan that barcode or or manually add the MAC address and and the Wi-Fi password and. Uh, mm -hmm. get everything fully configured and all I have to do is just ship that unit out and, and, and that's it from then on once the, I mean, hopefully your customer, all your customers know uh, which hole to plug the ethernet port in, but yeah, that's yeah. really all it is. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, and, that's, but, and, yeah. And, yeah. And also if, if you're doing the installation, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure everyone has this experience where um, one access point is supposed to be installed in, this area but they accidentally swap it and then mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what you don't want to do is get climb back up there plug it back in and try to reprogram it you know you can just change yep. that all in gwn cloud um, and yep. don't have to worry about redoing everything 
Absolutely. Um, and it's, no, uh, yeah, sorry. I think, uh, you know, one, one more thing I like to mention is, um, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you guys are like me, you know, I, you know, I, I manage many different networks at once for many different customers at once. And with GWN Cloud, it really allows me to kind of, uh, kind of do like a multi-tenant type of situation. You know, I can create a separate network for each customer create separate logins for these individual customers so that they see only their network and their access points. And now I'm kind of like a service provider, you know, with a bunch of customers that I'm taking care of. Um, So yeah, that's kind of like to add that too. I'd even say the simplicity of GWN Cloud, even a standard home user could effectively end up being their own MSP, you know, like myself, I could deploy some at my parents' house and my aunties, my cousin's place, and kind of de facto run my own MSP with my own family. So yeah. not that I'm offering, not that I'm offering uh, to do that though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can walk around the neighborhood and start selling uh, a portion of your one gig connection to your neighbors. Oh, uh, that's how a lot of the WISP started here in New Zealand. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, and uh, adding back to that zero touch thing as well with uh, with us at Go Wireless here is kind of one of the things that we pride ourselves on. We we can you know, drop ship to people's customers, so as long as we're giving the customers the the MAC address and the the password, we can send it directly to their customers, and the access point doesn't even have to uh, go direct to customers. So heaven forbid they have to open the box themselves; it can go straight to them. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't have to worry about you know carrying that inventory. You know, it goes directly from your yeah. house. Yep. And we definitely have plenty of stock, uh, as I mentioned earlier on, as we as much as we as much as we can get our hands on. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Uh, so I guess the last thing, just finishing up, uh, you've kind of touched on a few of them throughout the throughout the uh, webinar there, but some upcoming Grandstream products. So you published a, a video recently on your YouTube channel, a recording of one of the webinars previously about what's coming up in 2022, uh, which kind of talked about your phone line as well as your networking line, but is there any kind of particular products in particular that you're uh, super excited about? Maybe we want to talk about here. Oh yeah, I think um, I think I was on that webinar too, right? I believe I was. <laughs> Quite possibly, yeah. <laughs> One of the many. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, a, a couple of products that I have in hand that are pretty exciting. Uh, number one here is our new uh, wireless router. Ooh. Let's see. Uh, this is a, a new. Uh, this here is a Wi-Fi six, but it's a two by two. Um, it has, you know, four Ethernet ports, uh, actually five mm-hmm. Ethernet ports, with two of them uh, having the capability of being WAN ports. has a built-in mm-hmm. USB port as well. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying very hard to, um, to support uh, 4G dongles um, right. and 5G nice. dongles, so we're, we're working on that very hard. Um, we, we did release this for beta testing uh, mm-hmm. actually a very long time ago, three or four months ago. And we kind of shifted um, the the um, the market for for this a little bit. Uh, at first, it was mm-hmm. kind of aimed more of a consumer type of router, um, mm-hmm. but now we're we're moving towards the the prosumer uh, type of customer. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, with uh, with more uh, more enterprise features built in it, um, you know, more enterprise minded features uh, built into it, rather than just having it solely for the home use. Um, yeah. You know, a couple of things that uh, a couple of, of, of standout items are going to be our uh, at-home mode or, or work-at-home mode. Uh, simple mm-hmm. uh, click that will allow uh, that this device to create uh, VPN tunnels directly to your corporate office 
so that you can send this out to your remote workers and still have that secure connection. Um, mm -hmm. It's a, you know it's just some some of those type of, of enterprise grade uh, enterprise grade features that we're trying to keep in mind. Um, we'll, hopefully, uh, it'll be available next quarter. Uh, thank right. you to all of our uh, our beta testers. If any of you are in here, you guys great they gave us some amazing feedback. So um, you know we're, we're we're hopefully be able to you know, implement all of those cool features in there very soon. Yeah, Dan from our office has one of them. So yeah, we got to all yeah, have a bit yeah. of a play around and look at it. Yeah, very good. Cool. Yeah, I need to send them the, some new firmware with a lot of the new features. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, so I also have, um, you know, just to kind of tie in Wi-Fi stuff with our, mm -hmm. our communication stuff, I have our, mm -hmm. our new, uh, now, first off, I, I, I would say I have all of these devices laying on my desk at arm's reach, um, because I'm not wearing any pants. So I don't want to get up together. Yeah, nice. uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, nice. I have them all here. These are the our two new, uh, Wi-Fi handsets. Uh, nice. This one here is our new WP822, uh, mm -hmm. which is a, uh, I guess a, I would say a successor to our WP820 um, mm -hmm. uh, Wi-Fi phone, um, except for it is running full Linux and it does have increased battery life. So you'll be able to get uh, up to eight hours of talk time on this baby. Nice. And to go on a little bit farther, we have the WP825 which is the ruggedized version of our Wi-Fi handset. Mm. Um, you know, this is uh, actually a very uh, hard rubber type of material. Uh, it's, it's fully waterproof uh, and uh, chemical uh, proof so that right. if these are deployed in a hospital, a, a, a medical mm. facility, uh, you can spray mm -hmm. um, you know, solutions on there to sanitize it. Um, nice. And it's uh, very rugged, so drop safe and uh, it does have a um, a longer battery life too, um, with up to eight hours of talk time. Nice. So yeah, I would these, ask if you wanted to do a live drop test, but then you'd have to get up and would see the lack of pants. So. <laughs> yeah, knowing my luck, uh, I'll probably have like an Elon Musk type of situation. Oh yeah. Truck. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, these are these are coming up very very soon. Um, I don't have any of these uh, these other products with me, but uh, we are going to be releasing some new point-to-point -point and point-to-multipoint um, nice. access points um, this year. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we're finally getting there. It, it took us a while, and uh, yep. we're still designing the products and getting a lot of feedback. You know, thank mm -hmm. you to Go Wi-Fi for giving all of the feedback that you have. You know, we really want to make sure that that we get this right. You know, it's um, yep. it's one of those products where you know, it, it has to work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yep. yeah there's, there's no, will they be uh, cloud manageable? Yeah. They will all be cloud manageable. Awesome. Um, you know, it, everything that we release on the networking line will be uh, cloud manageable, including the router. I forgot to mention that, uh, which, oh, is, yeah, uh, yeah. which is a huge deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I guess the, yeah. the remaining step, which uh, has been kind of like much like router OS seven from Microtech was the unicorn. Your unicorn is, the grain stream switches, uh, yeah. they are real. <laughs> they are real. Um, you know, we we went through several iterations of these switches. I think we've been trying to release a switch for the past three years now. Uh, we came very very close last year um, mm -hmm. until like all of these component issues and yeah, 
and, and all that. Um, so that, that delayed it. Um, but we, we, we finally uh, kind of redesigned it a little bit so that our switches are able to use uh, multiple chipset vendors you know okay. in the in the event that these crazy type of shortages happen again uh, it mm -hmm. wouldn't affect the production of these switches uh, but these are uh, they're real and uh, they are scheduled to be to be released later this year uh, tentatively mm -hmm. um, towards the second half of Q4 uh, mm -hmm. but we're doing everything that we can to pull them in uh, earlier uh, we're we're going to start off uh, with a with a small lineup of uh, mm -hmm. four actually i guess yeah four four different switches uh we have an eight mm -hmm. port a 16 port a 24 port and a 48 port all of them have your sfp plus ports in there uh so mm -hmm. you can connect your uh, you know your, your your fiber modules um they're going to be full layer three now you know previously right. when we talked about switches um we were talking about layer two plus uh, mm -hmm. but these new switches are going to be full layer three uh, cloud manageable uh, with mm -hmm. CLI access. I know probably 75% right. of the people on this uh, webinar probably prefer the CLI. So we got you covered, guys. <laughs> Do I have to need, learn, learn a new language though, or will it be fairly simple? The CLI. Uh, it's going to be very, very simple. Um, mm -hmm. it, I can't say now, but it's going to be very similar to maybe an open source operating system that you guys are probably already using. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, nice. But for you know, we're we're hoping for for the most part, um, you know, the the customers are going to be using the GWN.cloud uh, to manage everything, mm. which it supports. Yeah, nice. So POE, AFAT, all that fun stuff. Yep. Um, one of the things that we're we're building in by default to kind of make it unique to Grandstream is we're going to have a, a a smart QoS feature uh, that automatically um, provides quality of service for uh, for VoIP type of uh, traffic, you know, VoIP, uh, voice and video. So that, that'll be built right in from default. Obviously you can, you know, disable it, um, but it's gonna be a very cool uh, homebrew algorithm from Grandstream yeah. uh, to kind of prioritize this type of traffic, being that it's what we no. do. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I use your router, the switch, the access point, the Wi-Fi phones, and I have a great time. Yeah, you know, once once these switches come out, uh, we finally have the ability to uh, provide a complete uh, solution yeah. uh, with not just communications and UC, but also on the networking infrastructure too. So I'm very yeah. excited to have uh, everything under one brand. That's very, very cool. Uh, nice. Well, before we wrap up with a few other questions, I'd like to always ask guests that I have on uh, one question, but I'll ask it a bit more tailored to you. What is your favorite Grandstream product? Uh, my favorite uh, Grandstream product, uh, I would say, and uh, m maybe uh, other people may not agree, but I would say it's the uh, GSC uh, 3510. This right. is our, uh, our SIP intercom speaker. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty old product now. Uh, we do have some new models coming out that will replace mm -hmm. it, but... Mm -hmm. Just from, um, just because, you know, here with Grandstream, we've been working from home for over two years mm -hmm. now. And we're not yep, even scheduled yep. to go back into the office till July. So I, yep. I, I, for me, it's it's been a great product um, from working from home. 
uh, not just work-wise, but also on a mm-hmm. personal side as well, because I can just uh, use it as a Bluetooth speaker to play my music in the room as well. <laughs> oh, cool. Nice. <laughs> Sounds kinda, good. Kind of my, yeah, kind of my, yeah. my, my personal favorite there. Kind of weird. Oh, there you go. Nice. Awesome. Well, uh, I think we'll close up with a, a few of the questions that have came through. We'll just quick fire through these. Support for 6E band. I guess besides you saying drawing a, the letter E on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the Wi-Fi 6E is coming. That's uh, part of our plan. Um, you know, it, it's just a matter of, of if we can get our hands on the chipsets. Um, yeah. So we're, we're trying our best to get uh, our hands on some chipsets, but uh, as mm-hmm. soon as we do, we'll have them ready. It's uh, country to country dependent as well, right? Because I, I know for New Zealand, our 6E regulation is different to the southern countries. For this yeah, country, so, yeah. It, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think we we see some uh, 6E in the market now. You know, very few. You know, obviously on the the gaming routers, they tend to always get the first uh, the first <laughs> you know new, new technologies, right? Um, the ones with the I, 16 I antennas on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one that looks yeah. like a crazy spaceship. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those, those always get get the new technologies first. Um, yep. Typically, uh, for the enterprise segment, it's usually a year to a year and a half mm-hmm. after. Uh, you know, wide adoption by the public. Um, but I, I think, I mean, we've already placed our orders internally for mm-hmm. Wi-Fi 6E chipsets. And yep. um, hopefully by that time, you know, the regulations worldwide will be, um, you know, more, more stable. I think, you know, the mm-hmm. same goes for, for 60 gigahertz. I know from some countries it's, yeah. it's licensed, right? Um, and yep. and that, that, that's something that we're also planning on releasing on our point-to-point and point-to-point to multi-point uh, stuff too so mm. yeah, it gets kind of a it's kind of crazy uh, talking about regulation yep. absolutely yeah uh does the gwn7664 support lag grouping on the two ethernet ports uh, it doesn't right now but the uh, firmware upgrade it will fantastic uh does it support poe i think this that was when we were talking about the router uh if any of the routers will support poe yeah i think uh Probably the question is, uh, will it support PoE output you know, to power yep, this other one. devices? Yep. Yeah, this this model does not. Uh, we do have a couple of uh, new access points coming out later this year um, that do have additional PoE output ports. Uh, for example, okay. our our GWN seven six two four, which is our our in wall mm-hmm. access point, it, it does have additional. Um, four ethernet ports and two of them will support PWL. Mm-hmm. Uh Mark was asking about the 7602 beta firmware. Potentially uh, if you just flick us an email after after the webinar we can look into yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think if, if you have your hands on one of them, that means you're one of our beta testers. Uh, we're going <laughs> to post that in the, uh, the beta test forum uh, very soon. Cool. Uh, how do I deal with Wi-Fi contention and roaming issue between the APs on other vendor APs for your Wi-Fi handsets? I guess uh, um, obviously the, the Wi-Fi handsets themselves support ro- open roaming standards like KVNR. Right. Yeah, we, uh, you know, our, our handsets support uh, open roaming standards, you know, 802.11RK mm-hmm. uh, and B. Uh, not every mm-hmm. um, manufacturer supports those roaming protocols. Um, I would say to, you know, if you're using a, a mixture of, of, uh, of different branded access points, 
I would say to rely more on OKC and PMC mm -hmm. caching um, to right, do right. the roaming. Um, in, in that case, what's really important there is to to really control the um, the transmit power uh, on these access points um, to make sure that they're not screaming at each other on, on the same channel. Yeah, I think that's more yeah. important than worrying about the roaming protocols because once you get that straight, um, you know. Even if you have to, you know, utilize the minimum RSSI on these access points um, to really get this roaming to happen faster. Um, that's yep. that's probably my recommendation there. Nice. Uh, the door stations need to support VP8 support. VP8, uh, not something I'm familiar with. Sorry. Yeah, I think that's the uh, the old uh, Google uh, codec uh, for right. video and and audio. Um, I. I don't know off the top of my head. I know that the industry is focusing more on Opus than DP8. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. So, so we, I, I'm not 100% sure, but we're, we might forego VP8 and just really focus on Opus there. All right, all good. Uh, customer saying that the 3510 sound quality is awesome, but do you think the new ones could be louder? And also someone saying mounted outdoors question mark. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's uh, those are great questions. Um, you know, the, the GSC thirty five ten, I believe, has an eight watt speaker. Uh, the new models will have a fifteen watt speaker. So, wow, nice. Uh, definitely a lot louder. Um, I believe we have two models uh, that are going to be released: one for indoor and one for outdoor. So. Right, nice, awesome. Well, I believe that's uh, the, all the questions people have so far. So, you know, thanks very much for your time, Hugh. Um, been really great having you on. Really uh, good catching Simon you. Simon and Hugh, there's one more in the Q and A chat. I'm not sure if you guys uh, answer this, but how does the range go with multi-level concrete slabs? I'm not uh, sure which point you're referring to. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, we answered that we earlier on. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Chris, for asking that question. Cool. Yeah. Well, again, thanks for your time, Hugh. It's been awesome catching up and awesome talking about all these new products and. Uh, yeah, it's been fantastic having you on and thanks for having me on as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Simon uh, and Ashrath. Um, thank you to everyone uh, that have joined. Appreciate everyone. Um, miss you all. Hopefully uh, we'll be able to get back on the road sometime in the future. And, uh, and well, if you're in New Zealand, we'll probably be having drinks. Absolutely. Yep, yep. The beer fridge upstairs is nice and cold, so ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Thanks, everyone.